One and all, the time has come yet again for the latest, the greatest edition of Nick's Nonfiction here with your host, Nick Munez. Today on the show, we have got Andreas Moritz, 100 Secrets for Health and Rejuvenation. This is a topic that usually pisses me off. It was my first ever rabbit hole, tried to major in nutrition. So I'm going to try not to <laughs> trigger myself today, but you're going to get at least 100 nutritional facts. While most physicians attempt to combat or subdue illness, which has been known to cause more illness and death than cancer or heart disease, they know too little about employing the mind and body to actually help heal a person. Compiled over the course of 35 years of work and research in the health industry, and based on eye-opening experiences with thousands of people across the world, Andreas Moritz reveals everything you need to know in order to unleash the natural healing power that lies dormant within you. I'm trying to lie dormant within you, girl. This guy's pretty awesome. Like, it uh, sounds boring right now, but he's interviewed thousands of people. He was canceled from Germany. You got to look into, like, Robert O'Neill canceled from America. Barbara O'Neill, or is that Barbara O'Young? She was canceled from Australia. Forbidden Doctors. The art of healing comes from nature, not from the physician. Therefore, the physician must start from nature with an open mind. That's Paracelsius. And so you're probably wondering, how the hell is this book going to help me? All these health books make big claims but never deliver. Number one, says Andreas, it gives you deeper insights and perspectives that literally put you back into the driver's seat of your own body and mind. And two, it reveals literally hundreds and hundreds of controversial yet highly practical secrets proved to trigger health, wellness, and accelerated healing. Did you know birthdays are good for your health? Studies have shown people with more birthdays tend to live longer. <laughs> About the author, Andres Moritz. So you can tell this is a neo-Nix nonfiction. We're going no-joke mode today. How fun. You want your information? A 20-minute book in and out? About the author, Andres Moritz, German-born Ayurvedic medicine practitioner and health consultant, Andres Moritz has been very successful with terminal disease cases and increases his credibility as an alternative medical practitioner. Maybe to you, take your magic stick somewhere else, Andres. His books are renowned for their comprehensiveness and readability. This was 600 pages, are you joking? You don't need to be a health and care expert to understand that everyday terminologies and fluid reasonings of the cause of disease. More importantly, you'll be amazed by the many overlooked things that influence our state of health. Regarding reading with an open mind is highly recommended. Maybe we go... Probably go deep today because, as I said, health, there's a lot of lies. Just before we start, think about it. There's a meat lobby. There's a dairy lobby. Is there a vegetable lobby? There's money behind certain foods. That should be enough to tell you. Chapter 1 out of 10, Solving the Mind-Body Mystery. Good health is the most valuable possession one can have. Bad health comes with bad mental health, discomfort, fear, and depression. So he's going to waste a bunch of our time, but the body and the mind are one. His example was, if you get bad enough news, you're going to faint. Why would you? Oh my heavens! And then you faint. Why the hell would your body lose control just because your mind heard something? Physiologically, shouldn't the body be okay? It's because the body and the mind are one. And all these doctors, all these fucking doctors. Trigger alert. <laughs> so yeah, he goes into heart attacks a little bit. That's kind of chapter 10 too, but I always make fun of heart attacks. 
So what, your body and your mind can't even get on the same page about the heart? Your heart is attacking yourself? Ow! I'm having angina! What, you have a mangina? It's kind of funny. People having heart attacks. Just like the body needs food and water and air, the mind needs constant tasks to stay active and creative. So yeah, it doesn't just have to be about how much you could bench press like you probably think I do, or I'm going to time your mile. This is Coach Niche, Tuesday mornings. <laughs> Literally everything, every thought you have contributes to your health. Think about like auto conditioning, and we read what's considered hippie books. Every single thing that goes into your mind that you feed your nutritional media diet, it's going to affect you. And he also said, stress shrinks the thalamus, no, the thymus. So yeah, if you go stressed for long periods of time, you're shrinking your brain. The compressed dog. You got a snoke on that good good. Chapter 2, Hidden Health Laws. Main point here, a natural way of living is what prevents disease from arising. So yeah, if, how is your body going to make shit if you don't put shit in it? Even though bodies are made to make shit. Gotcha there. He's talking about toxins. If you don't put toxins in, you don't have to pass toxins. And bro, this guy broke the... We'll talk about bladder rocks later. But that's how I got into him originally. He's got people to shit rocks out of their body. This is a really good doctor. He also died in a car accident. He had a near-death experience. Check out this guy's videos. He he looked like he was like 30 years old and he was 70 when he died. So yeah, this hidden law of health, a natural way of living is better. He's talking about pills. Like, if your mind or your body hurt, the first thing people do is try to take a magic pill, but all those things have payoffs on the long run, on the other end. But like, when you get a cold, to keep it simple, your body is going to get rid of the cold. You don't just get a cold forever unless you have AIDS. That's real. People take ibuprofen and then they attribute getting better to the pill. But your body was already healing itself. And then Andreas goes on to say that people that take pills, their colds last for longer. But I thought the pill is helping you with the cold. I need my ibuprofen. Get me another Advil. A gel tab this time. Double strength. If you take a minute and think your body is already healing itself, all you're doing is dampening the signal from the body and the mind that, okay, we're healthy now. But just pop another pill. Go on down to CVS and get some Mucinex. Welcome to Walgreens. Have you gotten your vaccine? Can't make a joke about that. <laughs> so he ended it with a really big point there. Chapter 2. Pathogens are attracted to unhealthy environments. Hmm, you want to go deep on germ versus terrain theory? But literally, why did 2020 only attack old people? It's because you need to have a suppressed immune system to be attacked pathogens cannot attack you if you're healthy so the best way to get healthy is to stay healthy i have not been sick in four years i have not been sick in four that should be a white lab coat <laughs> dog this shit we're not supposed to be sick all the time there's i think bill maher's joke there's no money in dead people there's no money in healthy people there's a lot of money in keeping people just barely alive. <laughs> Bill Ma used to be funny. Chapter 3, Foremost Common Causes of Disease. Number 1, Stones in the Liver and Gallbladder. <laughs> so this is what got me into his work. I was watching dozens of videos of people passing boulders out of their butt cheeks. Dude, think about it. You have 
stones inside of your liver and gallbladder. So this is why I've been trying to go plant-based very successfully, actually, and I feel better than ever. But again, I don't want to throw that shit in people's faces because hamburgers taste good. And also this guy talks about caster cleanses, which I was already doing. If you put like a drop of it in your water in the afternoon when you're fasting. But again, I'm not a medical practitioner and I'm not allowed to give advice. Anyways, check out his liver flush. Maybe we read that book eventually. But like at any given time, you're carrying around a pound of stones in your body. And my mom got her gallbladder out. I wish I came across this information earlier, but she she had rocks inside of her. <laughs> it's not supposed to be there. But yeah, they're mostly found in obese people. It's from bile being continuously released into your intestines for digestion, and you only need bile for things that are particularly hard on your GI tract, like what the liver king is going to tell you. And number one po- podcasters. Think again, man. This shit is deep. A poorly functioning liver can block 70% of blood flow to the heart. It starts with uh, what you're putting in. So yeah, the number one cure, the number one thing that all doctors agree will prolong your lifespan, fasting. Number two for chapter three, the four most common diseases. He said one of the most common diseases of causes are dehydration. So yeah, iodize your water. We've talked about all that before. Disease cause number three, kidney stones, and then disease cause number four, what makes you will, what makes you weak also makes you ill. Yeah, but will Will Smith smith his will? <laughs> what makes you weak makes you ill. So you know how you feel sluggish after you eat a pizza? You know how when you don't get enough sleep, you wake up and you're feeling hungover? It's because pizza's not good for you and sleep is good for you. It's just if it makes you feel bad, it's probably bad for you in the long run. We all should have listened to Popeye. Spinach makes you feel good. And I just botched the joke. <laughs> Let's move along. Chapter 4, where most diseases begin. More than 60 million Americans have gastrointestinal reflux disease. 1% of people have chronic constipation. Constipation? Constipation? So yeah, chronic constipation, in short, this chapter is saying everyone's full of shit. Literally. Impacted feces, have you ever looked into that? People are carrying around like 40 pounds of dump in their stomach at a time. It's ungodly. Bro, when I did the first castor oil cleanse, when I started to go plant-based, it's so annoying to say, (laughs) I was shitting out alien life forms out of my anus. Dude, it is wild what we're walking around with us, and we are in a death cult of eating flesh. I hate it. I hate it. But yeah, that movie Branded is good if you don't like listening to my voice. He's talking about gastrointestinal reflux still. And yeah, your body is so full of crap that it starts digesting things through both ends because your bottom is so backed up, then you start burping out excrement in the form of air. This is why people's breath smells like shit. You have to do that thing where you put your shirt over your nose because motherfuckers are having gastrointestinal poop fucking burps (laughs) yeah so chew your food thoroughly and all that juice cleanses he's talking about I worked at a juice shop in LA motherfuckers are 300 pounds and coming in for their turmeric shot like that's gonna fix it hello bozo um hello bozo your breath smells like shit (laughs) (laughs) gotta calm it 
Chapter 5, Abundant Health. <laughs> Paracelsius said, Hello, Bozo. That's the most powerful philosophical statement. The ultimate cause of human disease is the consequence of our transgression of the universal laws of life. How could you even eat that much food if you're eating real food that you have to poop and then you're having burp farts? <laughs> Abundant health comes from avoiding the synthetic. So again, no toxins in, no toxins out. Abundant health comes from the circadian rhythm, going to bed on time, all shit you've heard before. He had some cool facts about moon cycles here. So during a new moon is a good time for a new habit. Half moons are the most fertile time. Hey, yo, I never cream pie my chick on the 15th. Never, never cream pie on the 15th. And then during a full moon, that's the best time to practice your higher mind. That's where all the lycanthrope mythology comes from. Chapter 6, Body Types. You got ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, and then the alien, the xenomorph. That, that last one's a joke. <laughs> ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph. So and ectomorphs, ectoplasm from Ghostbusters. Sorry, information. Ectomorphs are the skinny twinks. They're really good at marathons. Marathon sucking dick. Sorry, mesomorph is probably what I am. Like one year I'm into running, then I bulk up some lean muscle, cut it back. And then endomorphs are the rugby guys. You can't turn your head more than five degrees. The easiest way to tell what you are, the distance between your bicep and your elbow. So that's pretty fun if you want to look into that, because then that goes back to like Indian stuff. They had vata, pitta, and kapha. Those are the three body types they used to have. And then they would link that up with like stone, water, and fire. And then there are certain foods that are good for each body type. Definitely fun to look into. He talked about the left nostril is for cooling. The right nostril is for heating. So if you're having sex, you'll notice your right nostril usually opens up. And that's why it's the right side, the male energy. But the left side of the brain is... We don't have to go deep on some syncretism here. He also mentioned ghee this chapter. And I'm calling it, that's going to be the next... Um, the next, uh, what are those kombuchas? People love that stuff. Ghee is next up. Chapter 7, meat. Uh, we'll make it quick. I don't know, I gotta put my soapbox away. I'm just trying to give you information buddy to buddy here. But we came here to sweat Tuesday morning, the brain gym. Factory farmed animals, they never see the light of day. They did a test in 2010. Rodent feces cockroaches and rust are found in meat samples. <laughs> so this isn't even like Upton Sinclair, the jungle in 1920. This is 2010. Cockroaches, rust, and rodent feces. Yum. More sad facts. Harvard study of 400 rural equatorial regions. In plant-based places, there was less than 1% people who had heart disease. In America, we're at 30%. <laughs> Holy shit. Less than 1% heart disease. They said cancer was non-existent and men had an average life expectancy of 100 with some as old as 120. That's in Ecuador. And compared to America, the most medically advanced. Plant-based kids showed far fewer dental problems. Even the boy Einstein said nothing will benefit human health and increase chance of survival on life on Earth as much as evolution of a de vegetarian diet. Thanks, Einstein. 
He farmed salmon. Farmed salmon has ten percent. Now, actually, Einstein was a fart salmon farmer. You guys get it. Real, real angry stuff from Andres. The EPA. <laughs> Chapter eight. One hundred tips. So again, I don't get paid to do this show, but we've definitely hit at least fifty tips by now. He reiterated himself a bunch, so we're saving water. He's saying castor oil. I touched on that. He talked about carrots a bunch. He said a single carrot a day was shown to reduce stroke rates in women by 68%. When I'm backed up, I reduce my stroke rate in women by 68%. Get it? (laughs) Think about that. A carrot a day reduces stroke rate by 70%. Beta carotene also reduces cataracts and promotes blood pressure regularity. This is another tip. You guys are going to owe me for this one. In controlled studies, celery proved more effective than Viagra. Oh, Jesse. (laughs) Celery was more effective than Viagra. You owe me for that one. uh, Celery also improved blitteris blood flow to the clitoris. The blitteris. Dude, I just gave you all better orgasms. Have some celery. Ginger prevents motion sickness. I told a story on Patreon where I took a plane ride on a thousand milligrams, and the only thing that brought me back from the brink of the shadow realm was ginger aid. I was out there. A thousand milligrams on a plane. <laughs> but yeah, apparently ginger prevents motion sickness. My like vision was closing in on itself. It wasn't motion sickness. Cinnamon has cured diabetes in controlled studies. So that's a good substitute for sugar. He had a cool story about Ojibwe herbal tea, Native American. It had thistle, burdock root, red clover, elm bark, and watercress. Let's go. In World War I, honey was known as a therapeutic to heal wounds. European Medical Journal of Research did a study putting honey on band-aids, which healed wounds quicker than uh, other over-the-counter topicals. Think about that. Next time, instead of Neosporin, put some honey on that wound, and you'll be feeling... You're gonna be bing chilling. Dude, I saw a meme recently. Bean chili. Bean chili. <laughs> bing chilling. A three-ounce serving of bu- Brussels sprouts a week reduces hip injuries in women by 30%. Yeah, but unfortunately, with my mesomorph celery cock, I increase hip fractures in women. We can still have fun and learn. Chapter 9, The Sun. This was one of my favorite chapters. Ultraviolet is also known as the germicidal wavelength. So, you know, good thing in 2020, when a germ kept us inside for years, we weren't allowed to go outside. The beach was closed, the skate parks were closed. Because we can't be getting that germicidal wavelength during a pan. It's jokes. <laughs> Rich people, they're always the first to know. He was talking about UV saunas. Yeah, bro, it kills germs. 50,000 people in the U.S. a year die from a lack of sunlight. <laughs> sunlight, it's free. You go outside, it feels good on your skin. 50,000 people a year die in the U.S. from lack of sunlight. And you see those Zoomers on TikTok? I'm like a hardcore gamer. I haven't been outside in five months. Sir, you're about to die. 
Dr. Augustine Rollier in Switzerland made a lab at 5,000 feet. High altitudes had more concentrated sunlight where he was able to cure tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Penicillin. Sunlight stimulates the thyroid, which increases the metabolism. He was talking about Norway and Finland have the highest rates of insomnia, depression, alcoholism, and suicide. And they even have higher rates of skin cancer. Wait a minute. So Norway, the place where they only see the sun for two hours a day, they have the highest rates of skin cancer. But, but, but the doctor said melanoma. These people who never see the sun are getting skin cancer. But, but, but the sun causes skin and, and the hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> Bro, the whole melanoma thing is a myth based on tolerance. Most motherfuckers never see the sun. There was a fact in this book. The average American gets two hours of sun a day. Most people never see the sun, so they go to the beach once a year, and they microwave their skin for eight hours. No shit, you got a melanoma. You got to build up tolerance. Yeah, and apparently there's a fucking hole in the ozone layer, so I started looking into that. Punta Arenas, Argentina, that's the southernmost point. They show no increase in skin-related issues. But, but, but they're right under the hole, under the ozone layer. They must be getting burned because of science. Sorry, I said I would be, be cool. cool. <laughs> So yeah, a hundred years ago, the UV index was higher, <laughs> and there was one-sixth of the amount of skin cancer today. That's a funny one. So we can, might be able to get along on that. Everybody needs sunlight. I know the meat thing is a hot issue. <laughs> and again, I'll take sides on this shit, but I think this is funny. <laughs> Dude, like... In 2004, the New York Times had to run a retraction for misinforming dermatologists. <laughs> No one reads retractions, bro. <laughs> it's whatever we told when we were five, and that's our information forever. The British Medical Journey did a study showing how sunscreen encourages people to stay in the sun longer than they normally would be able to tolerate. There's that word again. The Navy did a study in 1984 showing men with indoor jobs had more sunburn than men with outdoor jobs. But, but, but. I kind of already made that joke. Norway, they stay inside all the fucking time in the Arctic Circle, and they still get skin cancer because the sun is the cure. It's not the cause, unless you don't have tolerance. Boston State Hospital did a study. Not sure how they conducted this one. If you expose your genitals to the sun, your testosterone increases 200%. Let's fucking go. That used to be one of my jokes. It feels good to put your balls in the sun sunballing is actually a thing. Let's fucking go. The average American, I said that, 22 hours a day inside. <laughs> Chapter 10, The Heart. I started this one making fun of uh, manginas. Holy crap! So here's a long excerpt about what heart disease actually is. Merely cutting off the oxygen supply to the heart might not be enough to destroy it. The heart is one of the most innovative and resilient organs in the body, and it requires excessive abuse to cause it to die. When the basal membranes of the capillaries and arteries can no longer guarantee sufficient supplies of oxygen, sugar, and insulin to the cells of the heart muscles, their ability to contract and pump blood is greatly reduced. To continue their work with less oxygen, the heart cells begin to ferment glucose to produce energy, but this anaerobic process produces lactic acid, which subsequently acidifies the muscle tissues. To further maintain its pumping action, the heart employs an additional emergency tool to obtain energy, immobilizes and breaks down fats. 
that without, well, I'm in ketosis, bro. Yet without using oxygen in the process, these fats turn into harmful cell-destroying acids. Proteins are then used to provide energy, but the byproducts of this process are harmfully fatty acids. Damn it, I want to go there so bad. Fucking guys with, like, Frex Lidman. He, out of nowhere, just has three million followers. He's telling you to eat ten McDonald's burgers a night. Where did this guy come from? Talking about ketosis. These scientists are saying that all turns into harmful acid. Anyway, one more paragraph of this quote. It's technical stuff. Trying to make it silly. When your uric acid, a waste product resulting from the breakdown of old, worn-out cells accumulates in the connective tissues, gout occurs. The gout, I'm the goat of gout. It is a painful condition similar to arthritis. Congestion in the connective tissue leads to dehydration in the muscle cells, which promotes a group of cells known as mast cells. These secrete the hormone histamine, a major water-regulating hormone in the body. When histamine passes over the sensitive past nerves in the muscle tissue, strong tissue pain results in the form of uh, gout. Yeah. Angina pectoris, a.k.a. mangina. I know your heart isn't actually attacking yourself. I think there are some psychosomatic cases, but if you're eating fucking fryer grease, what do you think is in your veins? Even when I pour, like, olive oil down the drain, it starts to coat near where the drain is. What do you think it does to your heart? I cook with olive oil all the time. Nobody's perfect. I'm just saying. It's the brain gym. Let's sweat it out together. He had a good 69-year study starting in the 1960s. People ate on average 20 pounds of meat a year. And in the 2020s, people eat on average 60 pounds of meat a year. And it must be a coincidence, but now heart rate, heart disease, has tripled. But you know, you'd have to be one of those people to think that the government would lie. Are you one of those people? There you guys have it. Andreas Moritz, 100 Secrets of Health and Rejuvenation. I'm going to be out here spreading the good word every Tuesday. Again, not talking down, not talking up to anybody, but if you click on the link, just know you're going to hit some uncomfortable truth along the way. Hope you guys take this information and learn. The mind and the body are equally important to tend to. And thank you guys for the support over the years. Nick Muniz, signing off. Peace!